Morning folks, or afternoon, depending on where you are. This is Jesse Cope, and this is going to be the first episode of the American Soul Podcast. And so what I'd like to do in this introduction is just kind of walk you through why we're doing the podcast and what you can expect from future episodes, and and just kind of walk through that. So this podcast originally... We had planned on starting it about a week from now, maybe later this week. We had moved the date around a few times, and my wife and I were sitting around talking and decided that today would be the perfect day to start it. And so the reason, I'll get into why we really felt like that, but so we're going to go ahead and start this on Memorial Day. And what you can kind of expect what you can expect from this podcast is we're going to talk about why America is a Christian nation. We're going to push back on this totally false modern narrative that America is not a Christian nation and our founders never intended it to be because that's simply not true. And at the same time, a big part of that is we're going to push back on this modern, again, false narrative of separation of church and state. And so we're going to do three episodes a week, and they'll probably be about 15 minutes each. And the format is just going to be walking down this dirt road where we live. And so you'll hear, you can probably hear a little bit, the birds in the background right now. Sometimes you can hear the frogs. Every once in a while, one of our two dogs will come out some of our cats and they'll go for a walk with us so you may hear them occasionally my wife will come out with me sometimes and may hear her comments as well as mine in the podcast but the reason we picked Memorial Day to start this is because Memorial Day is supposed to be a weekend and a day where we remember the people who have given their lives so that we can enjoy freedom and liberty. And I'm going to come at this from a military point of view, folks, because that's my background. But you can come at this from those who have given their lives in service when you're talking about the police or firefighters, or you may have some other examples. But There's a lot of reasons today that people go into the military. Some people go because they need some money for school. Some people go because their family has always gone in. Some people have other reasons. But somewhere, even if it's just the smallest of sparks, there's a little bit of, I love my country. And I want to serve my country. And there's a quote, and I, you'll have to forgive me today. I can't remember the author's name. I'll have to go back and look it up. It was from a children's book series that was published back around the turn of the century, the early 1900s. And this author said, in order to truly love a nation, you have to love her principles, her values. 
You can't claim to love a nation if you don't stand up and love those founding principles and values. And so these men and women that have given their lives for us, somewhere, somewhere in them, there has to be a little bit of a spark of, I love my country, and therefore I love those founding principles. Because when we get in trouble, folks, when we've always gotten in trouble throughout the history of our country, is not when we adhered to those founding principles. It's when we didn't. And so, my wife and I just decided that that today had to be the day. So we're going to go ahead and start. And what I would... I'd like to tell you why we feel that this message is so important today. This message of America is a Christian nation. And what we're going to do, what we're going to do throughout these podcasts is we're going to look at founding documents. We're going to look at quotes by founders. We're going to look at quotes by other people from before we were a country, from after. We'll look at some Supreme Court cases. And we're just going to, hopefully, we're going to add to your base of knowledge in each episode, even if it's just a little bit, folks. Because these episodes, like I said, they'll probably only be about 15 minutes. Hopefully, it'll give you enough time to get you to work or at least partway there on your commute or get you down the road a mile, mile and a half or so in your workout or get you through one load of laundry at home or a set of dishes or give you a break at some point during the day. And I will, I'll definitely repeat myself throughout these episodes, both in the quotes and just in my personal comments. And I think I feel like that's a really good thing, folks, because one of the things the Marine Corps hammered into us was muscle memory. If you do something right again and again and again, and man, they did a great job of that. The Marine Corps, they can, they can turn anything into misery. <laughs> and so, but if you do something over and over again and you do it right, when, when the time to actually do it for real comes, when you're scared, when you're tired and exhausted, when you're hurt, when you're alone, whenever you've just got the world against you, your brain kind of kicks into this mode and you start doing the things you're supposed to even without really having to think about it. And so if we can build this foundation of knowledge again and again and show that this country really is a Christian nation and was founded as such, then when you hear people on the news and the media and culture and education saying that that's not true, even if you don't have the ability to stand up right in that moment in your head, you know that's not true. What they're saying, that's not right. And I know it's not right. I have the information, I have the knowledge and the wisdom to back that up, right? And we'll break this down a lot more, folks. I'm, I'm, I know that I'm skipping things that I intended to say in this episode, but I also don't want to drag it out too long. And so there's a few quotes that I would like to look at, and then I'll, I'll leave you alone for today. But the first one is an excerpt from President Lincoln's Lyceum Address. 
and I'll go ahead and read it first and then I will talk to you about you may go ahead and see why it's so important today but I'm going to kind of walk you through if, if you don't see it President Lincoln said in his speech at what point shall we expect the approach of danger by what means shall we fortify against it Shall we expect some transatlantic military giant to step the ocean and crush us at a blow? Never. All the armies of Europe, Asia, and Africa combined, with all the treasure of the earth, our own accepted, in their military chest, with a Bonaparte for a commander, could not by force take a drink from the Ohio or make a track on the Blue Ridge in a trial of a thousand years. At what point then is the approach of danger to be expected? I answer, if it ever reach us, it must spring up amongst us. It cannot come from abroad. If destruction be our lot, we must ourselves be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we must live through all time or die by suicide. Folks, there's a lot of valid threats out there today that are external to our country. You could talk about China, and we will a little bit. Uh, you could talk about terrorism, Muslim terrorism in particular, and countries that sponsor that, like Iran, and that's a valid threat. And there are other threats from the outside. But without a doubt, our greatest threat when President Lincoln was talking, and today remains internal. The greatest threat to America as a nation is her own sons and daughters tearing down those founding principles, that founding faith, and we destroying ourselves from within. So the second quote that I wanted to share with you today is from the same time frame. And I'll explain why I think it's important in just a second. The second quote is from President and General Ulysses S. Grant. And Grant said, Hold fast to the Bible as the sheet anchor of your liberties. Write its precepts in your hearts and practice them in your lives. To the influence of this book, we are indebted for all the progress made in true civilization. And to this we must look as our guide in the future. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The reason I, I think that both of these quotes are valid today is because when you combine them, you see a couple of things. One, both of these men lived through and led our country through a civil war where we were trying to destroy ourselves from the inside just like we are today. And these men didn't live, these were not academics, folks. These weren't people that, that thought about the subject a lot and talked really well about it. These were men that actually lived through that horror and lived through what happened when our country turned away or refused to act on her founding faith and principles because there were some mistakes made at the founding of our country, but those mistakes inevitably went against 
the founding faith and principles of our country. That's the problem. That's the problem. And these men lived it, and they knew it. They knew that we needed, as President Adams said, a moral and religious people talking specifically about people that followed the principles of Christianity that Jesus Christ taught. They knew we had to have that in order for this country to be successful. And I will say this again and again, because I know that I'm going to get hit on it. I am not saying, nor were our founders, nor were these two men in particular saying that you had to be Christian in order to be American. That is absolutely not true. You cannot force faith on somebody. You can't force someone to not have faith. And they knew that. Men have to be free to make their own choices as far as faith goes. But they also knew, our founders knew, generations before them, our great leaders after them, the men and women knew that if we didn't have a people that followed those principles, our country simply would not survive. It wouldn't last. And that's exactly what we're facing today. And, and we're facing it in culture, we're facing it on Netflix and Hulu and Hollywood, and we're facing it in education and we're facing it in our politics. And people wanna talk about well, the next election, the next cycle, we'll get it. We'll, we'll elect the right person. But folks, that's just not how this works. Every once in a while, right now, we're going to elect a decent politician. But if we don't have a moral and religious people again, like President Adams said, we cannot hope to elect moral and religious leaders. We can't hope to get good leaders if we are not a good people. So culture and education, that is where this war is going to be won. That's exactly where it's going to be won, folks. And we have got to start to push back. And the biggest, without a doubt, the biggest lie out there today is that America is not a Christian nation and that we have to separate our faith from politics, from our institution, from our government. It's just not true. It's not true. And we're going to hammer this over and over again from a lot of different angles so that you have that knowledge to go out there and say, when somebody looks at you and says, oh, you can't bring your Christian faith into politics. You can't bring it into this institution. You can look at them and say, you're 100% wrong, and this is why, okay? So the very last quote, and I'm running right up against the limit here. The very last quote I wanted to leave you with is, I think, absolutely fitting for Memorial Day. It, it, it sums up Memorial Day. And it's a quote by Jesus Christ. And it's, he said, Greater love hath no man than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. These men and women that have given their lives for us, the families that they've left behind, their hopes and dreams that they have traded, so that we have the ability to enjoy freedom and liberty. They did that. They traded their lives for us. And you hear often today, my wife and I have talked about this a great deal over the years, you hear so often today, you need to be grateful for what you have. We need to be grateful that we live in America. You need to be grateful. We, in fact, we tell our kids that quite often, <laughs> to be honest. But I, over the years, I have often thought about it from what I feel like is the other side of the coin. And it's a, 
it's a comment, I'm gonna murder the Latin, please forgive me, that my father has told me for years and years, and the phrase I believe is noblesse noblage, and it means that nobility has responsibility. And if ever there were a people in the history of the world who would be considered nobility, it would be the American people. We have a responsibility, not just to be grateful folks for what we have, but to use what we have well, to use our God-given abilities and blessings to help those who have less, to help those who have less in our own country here now, to help those that have less around the world, and to stand up for those principles and that faith which founded our country, which so many men and women have given their lives for. Absolutely have a responsibility to do that. At any rate, I think I've taken enough of y'all's time for today. I hope y'all have a glorious rest of whatever is left of your Memorial Day. Stop and say a prayer for those who have gone on before, or maybe more importantly, for those that they left behind, folks. Remember them. Reach out and try and comfort those a little bit if you can. And God bless you and your families and draw y'all closer to Him. God bless our nation and draw her back to him. And we will talk to you all again in a couple days, folks.